Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell, the king of DC media. What's up, dear listeners? Tonight, I welcome the director and cast of The Benjamins, a dynamic new stage play that will play at Shiloh Baptist Church, located at 8801. Ardmore Ardwick Road in Landover, Maryland, on Saturday, November 3rd, with noon and 6 p.m. performances. The show comes with a scrumptious meal and is a treat for the entire family. For tickets, call Angela Coles at 202-595-5300. That's 202-595-5300. The play revolves around that age-old question, can man serve God and money? So I see that the director, Fate Brake, and actors Angela Coles, Brendan Harper, and Jackie Agee, and Minerva Woodard are on the line. Let me go ahead and bring them on the air. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. All right. Thanks, everyone, for coming on the show. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely. We would like to make one slight, we, we want to make one slight correction, though, to the lineup. Yeah. Minerva, uh-huh. Minerva Woodard is not, is not here. She's not able to join us. But we oh. do have Frank White. But we oh, do Frank have Frank White. White is there. Okay. Frank White. Yes. Okay. I had word that he might not be able to make it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to jump right in. So, uh, Angela, I'm going to start with you and ask you a little bit about your character, Evelyn. Well, Evelyn is extremely good at her first first impressions. She comes across very pleasant and personable. Although she is extremely fake, pretentious, and conceited, she's been married for seven years and has fallen out of love with her husband, but she's falling in love with money. And actually, Evelyn, you know, she kinds of, in, in pursuit of her happiness, she can often be abrasive and demeaning towards her husband as she longs for the social status that she wants. Now, that sounds like a character that uh, <laughs> we all need to come out and see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, that's good. And I know that, uh, so talk about uh, some of the other characters that Evelyn's related to. Well, Evelyn, as I said, is married to a gentleman for seven years, and his name is Troy. And Troy, uh, I'm Frank, I play Troy. And uh-huh. i tell you that Troy is uh, a man with faith steeped in God. He is... Uh, the challenge that he's having is that he is very much in love with his wife. And, uh, of course, his mother has been his anchor all his life. And then he has this daughter, a 15-year-old daughter, who's, you know, his pride and joy. So uh, he's juggling all of that. But, um, you know, the, the challenges that he's facing in, with his marriage, uh, you know, that's void by his faith in God. So, uh Unfortunately for him, uh, 
his career path hasn't kept up with his wife. And although, uh, you know, as I said, he's deeply in love with his wife, uh, it's not reciprocated because uh, his wife has uh, another standard for love, and that's that's parallel with with career growth and things like that. So uh, uh, that's the challenge for him. That's right, and I know that Frank. I mean, uh, yes, uh, Troy is uh, connected to his mom, and that's a character. Oh, yes, indeed. My name is Brenda, and I play, my character is Helen. Helen is a widow with three loving sons, Troy, James, and Bernard. Uh, she's leaving She's leaving Texas to travel to Maryland to see the wedding of her third son, which she is so excited about. As she attended the wedding, you know, she discovered some mis- mishap in the in her son and daughter in law marriage. You know, the lies, the secrets, and the deceit are revealed that nearly, you know, destroyed the family. So I'm just, you know, wanna be protected of my son. I love my daughter in law, I do, I do. But she's hurting my son. So that's Helen's character. I would like to introduce oh. my daughter Oh Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I would like to introduce my other daughter-in-law, Carolyn. Hello, I'm Jackie, and I play Carolyn. And, uh, yes, Helen is my mother-in-law in in the play. I'm married to her son, James. And um, I am essentially overworked. I work two jobs in the play, and um, uh, me and my husband, James, we're not doing all that well, Um and that's one of the reasons why I'm working so hard. And uh, I'm obviously uh, about my character. She's 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 kind of inside herself. She doesn't really want to rely on anybody else. She just wants to keep any issues she's got with her marriage private. But obviously, she's going to reach a breaking point at some point, and uh, that's probably going to happen in the play. If you want to know more, you got to come out and see it. <laughs> right. We, we don't, we don't want to right. too much. We, we wanted to get some, <laughs> give you some, uh, give you some insight into the personality of just a few of the characters. We don't have all the characters here with us this mm. evening, but we wanted to give you some insight on just a few of the characters and the dynamics uh, that goes on in the family. So, you know, when you kind of listen, you you can probably – you know, identify maybe with, with the husband that, that, you know, is, you know, strong in his faith but also loves his wife, you know, the mother that's protective of her family yet loves, you know, the, the daughter-in-laws as well and, and the wife that's, you know, ambitious. You have, you know, the, 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 the daughter-in-law of the wife, you know, that works those two jobs. So we, we have a little, a little bit of, of everything for everybody. Awesome, awesome. So now, Faye, I know that you've written other plays. So talk about some of your other plays you've written and what motivates you to write these plays. Okay. Well, before we even go about talking about all these other plays, let's, let's, let me back up about and, and tell you about the Benjamins. I know we got into the personalities of some of the characters, but they may, you know, your audience, you know, may want to know, well, what is this play actually about? And simply put, this play is going to be about the love of money and the things that people will do to obtain it. 
You know, the Bible says in 1 Timothy 6 and 9, people who want to get rich plunge them into ruin and destruction. And that's exactly what you're going to see with this place. You'll see how the love of money brings about the destruction of personal relationships and their spiritual health. And so I just wanted, you know, the, our, our listeners to know what the play is going to be about. And, you know, you, you've heard from some of the characters to see how their personalities are going to unfold. So that's the Excellent. one that we're actually going to be doing. That's the one that we're going to be doing in, in November. And we've been putting on plays uh, for the last 10 years uh, since 2010. And what we do is we try to hit some of the hard-hitting topics that aren't maybe discussed in detail in the pulpit. We are an extension of the pulpit. Some people learn from hearing, sitting and hearing the word, but some people get it best from dramatizations, from storytelling, uh, from, from acting. And so what we try to do is minister through our plays. And so these are all faith-based plays. We can, you know, there's always a scripture that can relate to whatever it is that we're going to portray. We're ministry first, but we want people to enjoy you know, the play. So there's always a bit of humor in all of our plays. So uh, we hit hard topics such as uh, incest, such as um, uh, uh, child abuse, um, homosexuality. So, you know, we, we, hit, we hit all kinds of, of topics, and, you know, we've always let the audience, you know, walk away wanting more. You know, oh, I thought there was just a break. Is there going to be more? And when are you going to do a part two? So, you know, people will enjoy these plays. And, again, and these are plays that, you know, we put on just one time. And if, when the audience come and, and they see it, the play, and they enjoy the play and want this play performed at their churches, you know, we now travel. We didn't do that before. Uh, but now, you know, we've gotten to the point to where, you know, any play that we've put on, we've only done it once. And so, but we now, you know, go to other venues and perform these plays. Nice. Nice. All right. And then talk a little bit about um... – your motivation, I mean, is, is it uh, your, your inspiration? You know what? These are all inspired by God. You know, I can't say that, you know, oh, I'm going to sit down and start writing a topic, uh, start writing a play based upon a certain topic. They're all inspired by God. You know, the gift comes from God. Uh, I'm, motiva- I'm motivated, uh, you know, this is the, the, I'm motivated because of the fact that I'm able to see my growth in the plays that I'm doing. These plays draw me closer to God because I have to depend upon him in order to write such plays because I know the talent doesn't lie within me because I've not been professionally trained to do this. So I'm motivated um, by, by, uh, by God. Let me jump Excellent. in and say this. I, I know that um, Faye is saying that everything is geared towards um, us being a ministry, and we are. But I don't want to steer anybody away from coming to see us. You don't have to be saved to come see our place. Oh, absolutely to be able not. To take something yeah. from our place. In mm-hmm. fact, it's quite the opposite. Um, in our plays that I have performed in in the past, I've had friends who came to see the play who weren't involved in the church who finally decided that, yeah, maybe that's something that they need to get in touch with. So for each of the characters that they um, brings to life on stage, we all have 
something to take from each one of these characters, right. whether or not it's, it's a painful thought or it's a painful situation, but there's always something that we can grow from, and there's something that can help us to heal us, to help us move forward to um, accept the, the, the trials, the tribulations that we've gone through, but it mm-hmm. also lets us know that we're not bound by that and that there is hope and that there is a way for us to find salvation. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So I'm going to take a right turn into um, how the actors prepare for roles. So, Frank, I know that uh, you're new to acting, and you have some interesting uh, ways that you prepare for your role. So talk about that. Yeah, yeah so tell Tell us, Frank, how, how do you get ready when I'm assigned to a role? How is it that you get ready for this role? It's just the immersion. You have to, to, to decide that you're going to get into it. As, uh-huh. as I was told in the beginning, separate yourself. You're no longer Frank or Troy in this. That's so right. That's the mindset you have to come into it with. So uh, no, once you do that, you, you, you just, uh, of course, it's a matter of putting uh, the script to body language and stage mechanics and stuff like that. So all of those are incorporated. So you do those during practice and outside of practice. You know, sometimes if you're, if you're at home, you know, if your family engages with you to, 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 to do some, some of the uh, exercises or, or if they're not, probably better off if they're not because you're just by yourself in the shower. <laughs> you, you know, you can, you can do these things. If you're driving, you know, just stop like, stop like, stop like, you know, and people looking at you and you just, you could turn and tell them, well, I, I work for pay break, you know, <laughs> you can do that. So, and usually, <laughs> but it's, it's all in, I think, immersion, just understanding that uh, you come out of yourself and become what's being asked of you to, to be. I think that's the bottom line for me. Yeah. Right. And I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and also, right. if I could add just one thing, um, yeah, uh-huh. um, for me, it's, it's, a, it's a matter also of seeing other people who, who've done these the plays of, of fellow actors uh, and, and just observing them, listening to their lines. And that's, that's become something fascinating for me because as I go to, as I listen to each player, there's a, there's a, a particular line that's a favorite of mine, you know, for every, every person there's a, there's a line. And the one that comes to mind right now is it's a very simple line that, that the 15 year old daughter has that says, uh, you know, uh, uh, grandma's not scared of her. You know, and that to me, you know, really, it's it really mm. a testament to faith's writing, faith's writing, because, um, wow. you know, to, 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 with just to conceptualize just that small sentence like that, and, and yeah. to have, you, 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 the writer almost kind of vicariously goes into a child and, and, have the, and has the child say that. So any child who recites that line uh, is going to sound very realistic with it. Because to me, as I look nice. at that, you know, I, I grew up in a culture where grandmothers were, were towering figures. You know, they were, uh, you know, whether they were six feet tall or four feet tall, they were, you know, in, in mm-hmm. dominant mm-hmm. figures, you know. Yeah. So um, you could just hear that being said, whether it was the last generation or three generations ago. Mm-hmm. Somebody spewing that kind of, oh, grandma's not scared. You know, grandma could settle everything. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 I think that's a testament to the writing. And as I said, any youngster saying that line is going to sound realistic with it. And another favorite is uh, the one that uh, uh, Angela does in, in her role 
And I just sit on the sideline and just wait for this every time we practice. <laughs> you know, she has a, speaking of grandmothers, it's about the grandmother. Oh, here come his mama. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Here come that mama. Here come mama. Uh-oh. It is so real, you know, and because it's done with a certain, you know, uh, uh, diminished disdain, you know. Wow. And, uh, and it's natural. I mean, it's uh-huh. it, so it's it's like it's, every, it's not every, natural. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying well. is every character has. I could go through several examples, but every character, I mean, every person playing has some kind of line or lines that are like that, and they come out. And sometimes it's, as I said, it's a testament to the script writing or to just how people have, you know, interpreted the roles. You know, a lot of things come into play. So you're asking about, you know, how I adapt to this as a new, in a new role. I'm looking at a lot of that and listening to it. So it's not just my roles. I'm listening to other people, how I interact with them, how they are, you know, uh, portraying real-life situations. So mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of what's important. Because it's, it's very mm-hmm. important. To make yeah. sure you yeah. leave your your natural your natural role yeah. and 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 portray that particular actor mm-hmm. with all of his characteristics and you know and they're all you know the, the plays are all um, everyday everyday everyday, everyday situations uh-huh. and so that's why you know it's so easy to relate yeah there you go relatable. Relatable. Okay, Brenda, yeah. how about you? How do you prepare for your role? Oh, it's real easy. <laughs> it's everyday life for me. So, I mean, I'm a mother <laughs> and I'm a grandmother, so I can relate to having, I have a son and I have a daughter and I have a grandkid. So, it's easy for me. Um, I have a daughter-in-law, too. So, it was just easy. I study what I do once. Um, I get the script. I read the story. I read the story first, and I get into my character. Like um, Troy said, you get out of frame. So I get completely out of Brenda. And around the house, my daughter gets upset with me because she says, oh, here come Helen again. I mean, you know, that's just me. So I have to play Helen. But, I mean, I enjoy doing the play. It's a love. It's a passion for me. I enjoy being on stage, so it's easy, but I love it. I mean, everything I've done for stage has been very good for me. I mean, and I love the characters I work with. Evelyn is good. (laughs) (laughs) She's good. She's good. I love her. I love everybody. But she just means to my son. That's okay. (laughs) It's just a play. (laughs) So that's it for me. Wow, wow. Okay, um, so Jackie, how do you prepare for your role? Oh, well, um, like I was just talking about it yesterday to cast that uh, the role of Carolyn essentially feels like it was written for me because uh, she's uh, extremely relatable to me. She's got two jobs, I've got two jobs. You know, and uh, that's just, it's like, wow, yeah, that's 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 what I would do, or that's how I would feel, or, yep, that's me. So uh, even, you know, my husband, who helps me go through my lines, uh, uh, he even he's like, you know, um, I mean, I'm glad I'm not like the person in the play you're married to, 
But yeah, this uh, that that seems like something you would say. <laughs> so um, he finds it pretty easy to go through the lines with me. He's not he's not at all. He's like, oh no, that's not like you at all. No, uh, you wouldn't say that. No, he's there. He seems he, even he has seen that. Yeah, that's that that's simple. So for me, getting into character isn't necessarily like a process of having to get out of myself and get into Carolyn. It's just more like. Take yourself, Jackie, and then just completely break yourself down emotionally, and there you go. That's who that's who you are, and and it just it it comes out pretty easy. So that's how it goes for me. <laughs> nice, nice, Angela. How about you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, unlike my cohort, I uh, I, I wouldn't quite say I am Evelyn. I can be stern and firm. I just have a passion for what I do and what I know. So I can come across abrasive. I'm not, I don't think I'm like Evelyn. They might disagree with that. But um, (laughs) for me to get into character, my thing is I want to be able to touch the audience. So no matter what I do or what role I'm playing, if I don't feel as if the audience is going to believe that it's me or believe that it's that character, then it's for not. Because I believe that um, because these plays are so powerful, we have to make sure that we're able to show the audience that this person does exist. And that's how, that's how they become so powerful because the audience is able to connect with the characters because we go over, we could go over one scene 15 times until if I don't believe it or Faye doesn't believe it or one of the other characters don't believe it, then, hey, we got to do that again. Because our job is to make sure that we get this message across that, that God has bestowed upon Faye. So until we're able to do that, my, my main objective is to make sure that it's emotional and it's heartfelt. There you go. There you go. All right, so... Um... Faye, I'm going to put you on the spot. So how would you describe your directing style? Um, I, I, would, I would describe my directing uh, style as one as being creative. For each scene in the play, I have an overall concept or idea of what I'm looking for, and I allow the actors to provide input on ways to enhance my ideas. Now, of course, I do have the final say on whether or not we use the input or not, but I found this style of directing has enhanced my plays because many of the actors are creative in their thinking. So if I had to describe it again, I would describe my directing style as, as that of being one of being creative. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Okay, Angela, so you're going to have to put on your marketing hat here. So it's a two-part question. Talk a little bit about how you would advertise this show, like if you're going to put this on a billboard or Twitter or something like that, you know, talk about why people should see it and tell us again how we can get tickets. Okay. If I were to put it on a billboard, I would have a $100 bill, which is the Benjamin, and I would have it flaming. I would have it on fire. Um, Because like we've already said, the plays that we perform – Everybody can relate to one of these characters, if not more, in, in each of one of Faye's plays that we do. 
Um, so, yeah, that's how I would advertise it on a billboard. I would have a $100 bill, and it would be on fire. It would have red fire around it. Nice. Now, oh, talk again about how, how, oh, how fans can get tickets. Yeah. Oh, if you're interested in tickets, you can contact me. My email address is Coach A. Coles, that's C-O-A-C-H-A-C-O-L-E-S, at gmail.com, or you can simply call me at 202-595-5300. The tickets are $30. There's a meal included. For children under 12, it's $20. We have a 12 o'clock showing and a 6 o'clock showing. And tickets are going fast. Mm-hmm. Yes, everybody. November 3rd, mark it on your calendar. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're getting near the end here. So, uh, Faye, talk about your next play and how actors can get in contact with you. Okay, our next play, uh, outside of the one that we're going to hold on December 3rd, is going to be the third Sunday in December at 3 o'clock. And there won't be any tickets. This is free to the public. It's our it's our annual candlelight service. And uh, we're looking for a calendar to see what the third Sunday is actually going to be. But anyway, it's the third Sunday at 3 o'clock there at, at uh, Shiloh Baptist Church in the main sanctuary. And it's free and open to the public. So it's going to be December the 16th. Nice. All right. And then the fans, I mean, if uh, actors want to send in resumes, uh, you have an email? If, well, uh, if actors would like to be in the December play, is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 If they want to be in the December play, again, it was going to be the Coach A. Cole's email address. Oh, okay. C-H-A-C-O-L-E-S at gmail.com. Nice, nice. Okay, everybody, what well, you know, I, okay. I really had a great had a, had a great time tonight, uh, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Okay, well, before before you go, I know we've already talked about the November third play, but what we, you know, I want to emphasize is that there will be that five course meal that's going to be sold. That's part of that ticket, and and uh, at the show that starts at twelve o'clock. The meal would be served first. So that meal you're looking at eating around 12.15, and on, uh, at the 6 o'clock performance, you're looking at eating around 6.15. So the meal comes before the performance. There will not be any tickets sold at the door. So all the tickets must be purchased prior to the performance. So we wanted to make sure that our listeners knew that. There and you go. I want you to know – that, you know, God has a blessing waiting for you, but you got to come on out to, to receive it because you will truly be blessed when you see that performance. It is very relatable uh, to our situations, yeah. Yeah. people now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, we, right. we all thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you so much. for uh, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we look. We look forward to, to seeing some of our audience at our performances. There you go. That's that's why we're here. 
Okay, everybody, well, y'all have a blessed night. You Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, folks, remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Good night. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat of my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death Makes the sound no one can find out